Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Everybody, welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Uh, Christina P. and I are here to take your phone calls. Very first time now we can be interactive. Yeah. Live calls, everybody. Do not forget, uh, get the After Dark merchandise at merchmethod.com slash Tom Segura. And uh, now you don't have to send us emails, or you can if you want, and certainly no more voice messages, because now you call in. You just wait for us to tweet out, and we will uh, take your calls. And we're lining up calls now as we speak. But before we talk to everybody, we want to do a little corona recap. What's going on? Nothing's What's great. Nothing, Nothing new. Let's go back to poo talk. same old, same old. And believe me, our callers will oblige <laughs> with the poo talk. Are you kidding me? Oh, yes. In the midst of a pandemic and a recession and the apocalypse, people still want to talk brown. Uh, three out of four calls there are brown and blowjob. <laughs> what? Blow and, and and I love our I love I your love community. It. I love it. They they will not let anything take them off the mark. Right? <laughs> but first, yeah, let's talk um, my Corona. coronavirus yeah, yeah. because it is. I'm in. I'm depressed. I got to be honest. I wake up in a good mood. I try. I do my exercise, yeah. and then by mid morning, I'm feeling in a funk. By the time I turn on CNN, I'm in like depression, and my body feels heavy. So it's the it's the media <sighs> that makes you sick, right? Well, make yeah, makes media. Me, yeah. Media is making us sick. Yeah. Cable news is making us sick, and it's not just the cable news. It's social media, all media. Tell me everything, Drew, because you're well, you're the one I there, listen there's to. There's footage of me five five weeks ago. Let's see. I actually look at when that exactly was. Uh, approximately five weeks ago, I was screaming at the camera, going. I could tell the way they were reporting on the Wuhan thing, the language they were using using at the beginning of that epidemic, that they were hell bent on making it seem like the end of the world was coming. And they have not stopped ever since. Yeah. And I kept saying, shut up, shut up. You need to shut up about this because you're going to make things worse. Go ahead. Let the people whose job it is to protect us do their job. Listen to what they tell us and we'll be fine. Listen to the CDC. Listen to Anthony Fauci. I've been working with him since the AIDS is epidemic. Is it Fauci or Fauci? You can do either way. What I, is he? Is he an Italian? He's Italian. Mm-hmm. And, and you can, you know, he he was there with his exquisite judgment. I've been through multiple epidemics with the guy. I've been through three pan, two pandemics with him. And you don't even know it. We've been through, we were in a pan, pandemic in 2009 and nobody remembers it. Didn't know it. Which right. one was that? That was the H1N1. Yes. I developed that vaccine. That, uh, that's that, great. That was a terrible illness. I had that illness. And uh, it f- infected one billion people. One billion and, killed... And how- 500,000, mostly 40 to 6 year olds. Oh my God. Not old people, young people. So and then, so, how did we avert that crisis? Well, we, we gave some recommendations by the CDC more hand washing, we it's a little isolating people who are sick, whatnot. More, it was more what the hospitals did in response to it. And we took care of it. And you don't even know what happened. No. And it was a more serious ban. Or this one, it's, it's not fair to compare one pandemic against another because this one has its own characteristics it's more now, contagious it's yeah it was like an fatal, you, is h1n1 that wasn't as contagious was not as, as contagious one. and it was not as fatal overall okay but it was fatal for a certain age group and here's the same thing the fatality rates like in italy i heard a lecture yesterday or the day before where they were saying that the fatality rate in the young people was 0.1 percent same as the flu okay uh, and in 80 in 75 year olds and above it was eight and a half percent so this is boomer cleanser is what you're saying <laughs> this is the boomer blow <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, problem, the social security. Yeah, problem we're, right. We're social security, no longer all gone. Problem. <laughs> what problems? Oh my god, you're awful. Yeah. Uh, and my so my thing from the beginning of this whole thing is not people accuse me of wanting to put the economy or jobs ahead of lives. No, no, yeah. I'm no. I'm interested in saving lives, but there's a way to navigate this thing 
and not upend the entire uh, lives are going to be ruined by this. Oh, oh, that's yeah, what I'm. Yeah. That's that yeah. is why I'm depressed. Yeah, it's not that I'm afraid of getting this virus. Mm -hmm. It is that you're talking about people who have to keep their children home, who can't go to work, like the waitress at the fucking comedy yes, store. Yes. Like those people, yes. we're screwed. And, and thank now the government is stepping up kind of nicely to give them some support. I, I really dig what the government's doing, and so in a way, I'm kind of like okay we're, we're showing, our, showing ourselves at our best and this is good but i don't think it's gonna be enough because the, the, what the the panic that the the press has created the panic and then the politicians are now virtue signaling by the intensity of their restrictive responses uh, like i cannot restrict you right. i'm gonna say 50 people no no in los angeles it's gonna be 10 people then right. trump will come out and go all right five people that's it no more than five people right and there there it's all virtue signaling wow anthony fauci didn't say we're stick below 50 did he no i he didn't said, hear that he said 50 that's your number listen yeah. to fauci that means you can go to dinner right right Right. I mean, that's what he listened to what he says. Now, you, you've noticed how smart he is and how good he is, right? Lo I, every time Trump says some untruth, yeah. he says it so loud and clearly, right. literally, people like inches from him yeah. no it's actually the vaccine's yeah. going to be ready more like in a year yeah. like he corrects yeah. him yes, and i'm yes. like great yes and he's allowed to which i love too great. he's the only guy's allowed to come yeah. to trump and not get fired yeah so it's good and so you know you're getting the real stuff right yeah and, and the, but the, i noticed having again been through other epidemics with him I, I it's all starting to feel a little familiar to me so tell me everything he back during the aids epidemic he started using rhetoric that was excessive not not untrue, but but uh, rhetorical flares that were like, hey man, and I bought into it at that time. I was like, yeah man, we're gonna have three million dead if we don't do this. It's, we got we got they're not changing their behavior. We need to scare them with the facts. Mm. We literally that was our we adopted that policy. So we mean like what would he would say stuff? We like would say you know it's an it's it's not just in risk categories. You have to use a condom every time, or you're gonna get HIV. Yes, I thought Remember I bought all it. That? Right. Ruined, ruined so we, my college so we years. Ruined a, we ruined <laughs> the life for people in college and high school in the yeah, 90s. Destroyed We're my destroyed. life. And yeah. I did a radio show dedicated to reinforcing all those <laughs> points. You know, so, Wait a minute. So, I think it was you that terrified so I, me. I was sex. on board with it totally. Stop it in the other room. I, yeah, <laughs> you ruined we my... We saved her from herself. <laughs> oh, my God. I could have been fucking, yeah, you know? You could have been. I do I, miss I, those. Yeah. Okay, but anyway. Yeah. So Fauci, so, so, yeah. So, so then, everything. yeah. I so now that I'm seeing the rhetorical excesses that uh -huh. he's using, you'll notice he'll say something extreme, and then about between eight and eleven minutes later, he'll come back up to the podium and go, "No, no, no, that's not what I said. That's not what I meant." So uh, look for that. Look okay. for what I meant was because he he doesn't quite deliver the right message up front. Uh, he like, over he like, overdoes I'll, let me it. Give an example. Yeah. The our testing is a disaster. <laughs> okay, right. he said those words came right. out of his mouth. Shit. Then he came back around and he goes, "No, he goes. You have to understand what I was saying. What I was saying was we were using only diagnostic testing, and we set up an excellent program for diagnostic testing. But we need screening testing now, which requires something different. Mm. That's what he should have said, and he did say it the next day. In the meantime, a whole news cycle goes by with him saying testing is a disaster. Right, and which is and so, which, which is me sitting on the couch right. by seven so, p.m. So stuffing my face full of brownies stop and alcohol. Stop with the Oreos. Stop yeah, with the Oreos. I mean, you got to call me and, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll oh. interpret what he's saying. Oh shit! You don't want me calling you. Now but so day. so he he always clarifies. He did it today during news conference. So he clarifies what he means rather than being clear up front, which is. There's a liability there. He's an emotional and, guy because he's and, like, this fucking sucks. Okay. I and mean he's it. using rhetorical excess to mm. make sure we flatten the curve. All of his recommendations, all you need to do. Don't listen to the rhetoric. Just follow his recommendations. I've been okay. saying that from the beginning. 
Say it now. Don't let and, and Mike Pence has been on spot on too. Whatever you feel about him, uh, he seems to push aside everything and is now listening to scientists. Yeah. And good for him. He he did that during he had a he had a bad opioid and AIDS epidemic in Indiana. Oh, I thought you said addiction. I was like, he he was no, on no, opioids? No. That no, guy no. was he, he knows he, how to party. He had an outbreak in Indiana and he took care of that. He he listened to doctors and really took care of that. And so when Trump named him as the head of this thing, I thought, oh good, because mm-hmm. he knows how to take this information and, and lead it. Because he did it in Indiana. We used to study it mm. as, as something that was a model for how to approach these things. So, okay. So you should feel good about that. Okay. Should, Ooh, no, sorry about yeah. these tests, though. Yeah. Is Trumpy lying when he's like, by the end of the month, we should have millions of tests. We can test everybody. Da, 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 da. We should. The, okay. the, the only thing that worries me, though, is now we're, we're still putting screening tests in place, not universal testing. You, people What's the are, difference? I don't that's understand. right. The press doesn't even know the difference. And they, they start talking about diagnostic screening and universal as though they're all the same thing. They are very different kinds of tests. They require very different kinds of systems. We're in the screening test phase, which means you have to have risk, real risk, and symptoms. Then we want you to test. My fear is everybody's going to say, I, I have a fever. I have a fever. I oh. do. It's 105. It's 105. I do and, it every day. I'm yeah. like, I feel a little yeah, tickle. But, but I'm gonna, dying. But, but that's you lying to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to go to the testing centers and lie. And so we're going to, we may jam up the system. Exactly. So (laughs) that's my fear right now. Let me, let me ask you this question. Ask me. Now, the fact that this has only been bought, brought to our attention and been labeled COVID-19 or whatever, is it possible that we've had this virus in the United States since before China was cognizant of them Uh, having it? That's possible, but I'm going to bet it was about the same time. If I were betting, I would say December. I'd that we, we that it hit the U.S. That really. probably was here. Yeah, it probably was here, and that's kind of the way viruses go. They percolate along. All biological systems kind of operate this way. They they grow, they grow, they grow, and then they then they become exponential. That's mm. how they. That's how biological systems operate. They grow very, 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 very slowly, and suddenly you see the the exponential piece come in. Wow. That's the way tumors grow. It's the way viruses grow. It, it's just the way we do it. Uh, the way biology operates. And so it had to have been here longer. It, yeah, just, it just had right? to have been. And a lot of people are speculating they may have had it. I think I have. I think I did too. Yeah. But I don't know. And you asked me questions about yes. my symptoms. So pneumonia, you want to know about the pneumonia? So let's talk. So here's what I heard yeah. on CNN. A doctor said, yeah. okay, uh, whatever, 80 of you are going to get it, the mm-hmm. 80%, whatever. Uh, 40 of you are going to be fine. It's yeah. going to be mild. The Very other 40 mild. are going to have pneumonia. So it sounds to me like the real danger here is getting viral pneumonia. Correct. Okay. Is that, is that I'm part, a doctor now. Part of the part of the. I'm just trying to make sense. The of virus stuff. binds at a at a protein on the surface of your air sacs. Great. And then has to be brought in through that through the membrane of the cell. There's some interesting data out there that shows uh, common two commonly prescribed antihypertensives may prevent it from being what? brought into the cell. What's a hypertensive? Uh, Anti-blood pressure medicines. Fuck, let's get on them well, right now. We need, the data needs to come in more, but it's really interesting stuff. Uh, and so I'm on one of those all the time. You're on it already? Time. Yeah, and it might work the other way, so we don't know yet. We don't know. The bottom line is, but it's a really interesting area of research. Um, so it gets in, and if you have older lungs or damaged air sacs, not, not mm-hmm. airways, not mm-hmm. asthma, asthma or bronchitis, air sacs, uh, mm-hmm. smokers, mm-hmm. they're the ones that are seem, it seems to be more prevalent for entry into the lungs. Hold on, what you just said, not asthma. Not asthma. So, because I have a friend who's like, my daughter has asthma. Yes. I'm worried about her I, getting it. I've had a million it. questions from asthmatics. Okay. They do have a special problem, which is they don't have as much pulmonary reserve. Mm. So, if they get pneumonia, it's a more serious problem for them. What is pulmonary reserve? Ability to tolerate the infection. Gotcha. Just, like, like, 
like let's say the lung isn't that strong. Gotcha. And, and so it could co- fall apart more easily if things get bad. God, right? I'm so glad That's I quit a, smoking million yeah. years oh, ago. Yeah. Hopefully it's no, not still. Stop you know, it. I, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. years ago. Okay. So so it is surviving this viral and, pneumonia. And, and then the, the like. pneumonia is kind of unusual in, in that most pneumonias like that, we're, I, we're, I, the back room has become silent. Is this interesting, you guys? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mary. All right. Yeah. All right. Good. We're learning. All right. Good. So mostly viral pneumonias cause a problem with the they make the lungs stiff and inelastic. This one doesn't do that for some strange reason, but it's more prominently affects the exchange of oxygen at those air sacs. Mm. So the air sacs Shortness don't not kind of because mm. it's just hypoxemia and low oxygen, low Ooh. blood oxygen, not no bueno for a sick person. Right. That's how that's how you'll start to collapse. And because the air sacs aren't working, you can't force oxygen in. Mm. They're just not working. And so mechanical ventilation works a little bit, but it's not that effective, right? They, so what can we do? One of those are called folks? extracorporeal oxygenate. They're machines that actually oxygenate blood outside of the body. There's all kinds of crazy shit. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the stuff that if we get into if we get into a lot of that, we're gonna be in trouble. Because that's a rare thing that rarely is. That's needed. oldies, right? Yeah. The the reality is by the time, so, so all we're trying to do now is prevent surges of patients. It's not that we're trying to prevent hundreds of thousands of flu. It's going to happen. The flu is going to happen 100,000 people. We're trying to prevent a sudden surge of need for the hospital. Gotcha. So it can be sort of a more orderly trickling in. So people come in and go out and go in and go out and we're going to be fine. And we are, believe me, hospitals are preparing for this. Believe me, they are ready. <laughs> I mean, the, the reason Italy had such a problem is they they weren't ready. Yeah, and they're Italian. They're like, yeah, we take a nap and then a salami and I can fuck my wife for lunch. I come home. They don't give a shit. They're, they're lax. Well, they gave a shit. Well, they did it's a America. good job. They did a good job once it was underway. And they did things like, this This is why people that don't understand hospitals and things, they, oh, what are you, ventilators? What are ventilators? What are you going to do ventilators? You obviously see those reporters. Yeah. Ventilators. Here's, here's one thing we do immediately. Stop all surgeries. Every surgical suite has a ventilator in it. Now we're using those as ICU beds. Mm. So now you have 100,000 more ventilators and beds around. Every surgery center, outpatient surgery center, has dozens of ventilators. Will them across the street at the hospital, guys. We're going to use them over there. So there's so tremendous sources of resources mm-hmm. in this country once we start flexing. And don't forget, man, this is America, okay? We're the most innovative uh, on the planet. We have the top minds working on this. This is this there is going to be, be fine, There will dude. be treatments very soon. Oh, but you know why? Because we're going to profit off of them. We're going to sell it to the rest of the world, and we're going to be number one. Whatever the motivation, we'll number do it. Number one, America. Numero uno. So how is this homeless problem um, well, that's contributing? Me. That yeah. scares me. Let's because talk here's about a, here's that. a constant... Right, we're not supposed to be in groups of 50 or more? Here's, here's 60,000 downtown. <laughs> Under the freeway, yeah. right there. Right, so you have 60,000 yeah. downtown. Oh, shit, And so man. the governor says he's going to put them in motels. Uh, <laughs> they're not going to go. Of course I think not. I think more will go than would have gone otherwise because they're going to be scared, Yeah. right? Uh, but a lot won't go. I mean, that's the nature of this condition. Right, and then right. what is he planning to do then? Homeless so Island. <laughs> like I wanted to do Home a Isle, Homeless Isle. Homeless Isle. And so they are they are immunocompromised. Mm-hmm. They have no sanitation and they're concentrated. So if this thing gets going down there, that's going to be bad. Well, don't you think Sa- San Francisco is now on a lockdown? I bet that's part of the problem now is the homeless. Yes. What are they doing with them? What I are they know. doing? Drop them in the, the water in the oh, Bay Bridge. Oh, my God. And also, you know what I was thinking, just to give people perspective, is that I was watching a documentary about Ebola. Yeah. It was probably the worst 15 minutes of my life before yes. I booped out. But um, 
when you look at that, that virus that, and yeah. you're like, that fucker was liquefying people's shit, man. You were yes. liquid shit if yes. you got Ebola. Yes. This one is like, I've got the sniffles. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You know right. what I mean? When and, you look and then, at the And then watch the press. They use yeah. the word pandemic to imply that we're talking about an Ebola-style infection. Pandemic is a technical word that means new virus, widespread. Right. That's all it means. And they use that damn word like a like a bludgeon. Like it's, it's equivalent. A, it's a pand- yeah. It's not. Yeah. And I wouldn't even call it a deadly pandemic because just it's just a pandemic. Correct. Yeah. And pandemics come and go. They happen. They happen all the time. It's a technical term. And they're using that. Using, you'll, you'll hear words like staggering and never before. And just the, yes. the language is just, they don't need to do that. It makes it worse. And then the virtue signaling by the politicians has got it's to It's amazing. Stop. Gotta what stop. a time. I've never seen anything like this in my well, lifetime. I, I, I feel like 9-11. That and, was pretty crazy. And, and, yeah, and 2008 was a little bit of similar kind of feeling to some of the stuff. But I will tell you, I feel like, much like 9-11, we pulled together during that one. If you remember the days after, we blew apart immediately yes. afterwards. But, but we, there's opportunity for us to evolve in a positive direction here in yeah. a lot of ways. Next flu season, let's keep practicing these these techniques we're doing because the flu is right at this moment. At this moment, you and I are more likely to die of flu than than uh, Corona. A hundred percent. Right. That we know our, of. our death rate for Corona at this moment is point zero 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 one two. I like that's, those. Odds. That's our probability of getting I, the flu. There's eighteen thousand dead so far in this country. Yeah. Two hundred eighty thousand hospitalized. Oh yeah, and I had yeah. it. I had it if, it. if that wasn't Corona, <laughs> and that shit laid me out. I thought I was going to die. I have a, a question unrelated to this. I finally got my physical. Yeah. And my cholesterol's dog shit. Oh. Um. And but I'm, my boobs are cancer free, which is exciting. Good, that's exciting. And I got a test for tumor markers, of course. Color.com. Oh, you got know. the Brocco. We got to talk about it. Whatever the fuck my no, no, no. physician is it a spit ordered. Test? No blood. Oh, you got to do a color.com. It's a more and that's where they do everything. Two fifty, yeah, two fifty dollars. Do everything. Do it. Yeah. But anyway, does that mean that I don't have cancer if there are at no this tumor moment. markers? At this At this moment, you do that. That's Doesn't exciting. Doesn't mean you're never going to get it. Means you don't at this moment. But that's all I think about is if I'm dying of cancer. And I'm not dying of cancer right Good. now. Good. Good. <laughs> oh. Nice easy to make you happy. It really is because everything else is just so terrible that to get those results today, I was like, I'm not dying right now. Yeah. It's exciting, man. And the good news, and the other good news, yeah. your kids aren't going to get this flu. That is, and my you know, my older boy has strep right now, so yeah, he'll get that because that's still happening. Right. But that would make me, if this were a child-related epidemic, oh, I'd be. It would I'd be, be a in different a story. fucking straitjacket. I'd be living yeah. on uh, Richard Branson's yeah. island. Yeah, yeah. Later, it's a different thing. Later, yeah. I take a fucking private jet. I spend every dime, and I live far, far away from all you dirt bags. <laughs> I, I'd be mental if this killed kids. Yeah, I know. True. That, 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 that's, there's a reason I'm not a pediatrician. I can't handle that. It makes oh. me, disturbs me so much sick kids. Oof. Ugh. Now, I'm not saying kids can't get it. They can get it. It's unusual. They usually do well with it. And if they have trouble with it, usually because they have an un- underlying condition of some type. May I ask you, why are there certain d- diseases that children are immune, like children generally don't get, blah, 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 they're, blah, blah, It's blah. a different, what? they're a different system. They it's have bananas. a different biology. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, the, the biology, the biology of infectious disease is very specific. It's one protein on a virus or a bacteria finding another protein with which to get in with. You know, it's got to have all the binding and all the stoichiometry and thermodynamics have to be exactly right. You know, and then you know the immune system has to be able to miss it. Then it's so, it's so complicated. It's why when when people would like to give nutrition advice, I'm like, stop. It's too complicated. 
There's yeah. few, the few things you can say, but not a lot of things. Like vegetables. Yeah, vegetables good. Fruit. Vegetables good. Fruit good. <laughs> Red meat Fats moderation. Fats better than we thought. You gotta have to. You have to give me your numbers on fat. Your cholesterol numbers. Okay, if I remember them. I'm gonna review them with you. You don't have to give me right now. I want to review them with you. Two thirty-five. What was the LDL? One thirty-four. It's not shit. What was the HDL? He gave me two numbers only. Oh, they got to give the HDL because that's what really helps you decide if it's really shit or not shit. I'm going to text him. It's semi-shit. Yeah, I'm semi-shitty. I'm yeah. not going to die tomorrow. You need the, cluster, the HDL and the triglycerides too. Okay. So in, uh, we got about 10 calls lined up. Oh. Uh, one of them is a coronavirus call. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess I'm... So, so hey, man. let's take that first, shall we? Coronavirus. You don't stop it. And then we'll talk about poop and whatever else. The Thank God. Let's get back to what matters. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, what's going on? Hi, how's it going? We're good. How are you? Pretty good. Excellent. What's going on? Uh, I'm sorry, you're cutting out a little bit. I uh, didn't hear you right there. Uh, we just want you to tell us your question. That's all. Oh, okay. My question was basically, um, <clears throat> how bad do you think the coronavirus pandemic really is for healthcare providers, like mm. working in hospitals yeah. and other settings? Yeah. Uh, I think healthcare providers are the the only true at risk category, right? You're you're the ones, but your infection control team and your hospital administration should be all over this. Uh, and the ER, in my opinion, is probably the area of most um, potential. Right, because okay. because every respiratory illness it has to be the way most ERs are getting set up right now is they're taking all the respiratory symptoms and putting them somewhere else, and then the, once they determine who has Corona, they're taking the Corona and putting them somewhere else. But the people with the respiratory illnesses now are in concentrated environments. They may be exposing one another. There may be other in, flus and influenza in that group. And how you protect yourself if you're working in that environment is really important. That, and then, and what do you do with the people that happen to just walk into the ER with these symptoms? If you happen to be the intake nurse in the ER, right? You, you're not you're not fully right. protected yet. That's that's where I have concerns. It's where we don't know what's coming at us and how protected to be. I, I I'm sure people are thinking about this in every ER in the country, and uh, most places are being very aggressive in how they deal with it. What what environment do you work in? Um, I'm currently actually a nursing student. I'm still in uh, clinicals and stuff like that. They, <clears throat> I'm in Ohio. They actually canceled all our clinicals for my mm. university. I'm at Kent State. Yeah, I'm actually. So I'm, I there, I saw that happening here too. Medical students are being sent home and stuff. And I, I, I was. Uh, I, and you're certainly welcome to do so, Tyler. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take. I, I would say healthcare providers should be at their liberty to volunteer or demur if they want. But I'm a little offended that they're pulling people. Mm. It's like it should be up. Like I, I, yeah, I thought it was a bit weird. Yeah, I didn't I, know if they were afraid of I mean, getting sick or something. Well, I'm but, sure I they're mean, afraid of, li- of the they're they're afraid of liability. They're, yeah, they're afraid of getting sick. They're afraid of liability. They're afraid of you spreading. And and I get that. And, and but I mean, I, I know I remember back during the AIDS epidemic, we thought it, we didn't know what was going on, oh, but yeah. it was our responsibility to be there. We were in the middle of an epidemic. We're doctors. That's what you got to do. You got to throw yourself into it. Protect yourself as best you can. And I, I'm very disturbed by this, uh, hey, man, I'm not going in there or we're pulling all the doctors out. What a bunch That's, of pussies. Isn't well, that part of being a doctor is to put it's, yourself it's not, in fucking I, harm's I, way? I, I, I'm not saying go in harm's way and I'm no. not saying you're pussies. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying that it's no. for administrators and, and schools and things to pull people out 
who take an uh, or take wanting to take an oath to do what's best of the patient ahead of right. their own ahead of themselves. I mean, it's anathema to what we're supposed to be. Now, I want them to have the freedom to choose to do that, and that's fine. Anathema means like no, I, and yeah. against. I know what yeah. the word means. Okay, yes, I'm very uh, and, and and I I I'm I'm offended. I'm offended. Mm. I wouldn't be offended if Tyler just said, "I want to step out." I go, "Okay, that's your own choice." But that his school pulled everybody out. That's yeah, offen- that's, that's not your what you, fucking choice. That's not how you want to teach doctors and nurses. Mm. And this is one of my grave concerns about medical education right now. Their you know their schedule is more important than their care of the patient that's right man it's like when you're a stand-up comic you don't want to do late show friday because they're all drunk suck it up but you gd well do Mm -hmm. it because you've taught taught me yes you better dance monkey that is your job you're selling chicken wings and beer you sell it now you said the word respiratory is that that's how you pronounce that word i've been saying it respiratory okay in in medicine i've noticed we get into weird nomenclature yeah, I, I had I had I had a professor that used to say nomenclature, no, nomenclature, nomenclature, it's emphasis it's, on the wrong syllable. Right, and he yeah. he would tell skeletal instead of skeletal. skeletal. No, I just think people get weird habits when they're. I, what? But you heard I, respiratory I, when I, you read I, the word. I uh, respiratory it sounds it sounds British. Did you learn that it, word? Maybe in sometimes it is British yeah. stuff, uh, but it, it, I think. I think when I start thinking about infectious and ICUs, I start thinking respiratory for some reason. Respiratory. Isn't that weird? Isn't well, that weird? you know, when you read a word and then you say it in your head wrong. Y- I said yeah. not that you said it wrong, but I said wrong words in my head, like ricochet, ricochet. <laughs> I'm like, that's ricochet. And then you hear someone else say, "You're like, what word? Ricochet? Yeah, ricochet." What's the with you, nah, I got problems, man. Um, well, now we're going back to Mommyville. Mommy land. Ready to go? Yes. Uh, this is our first call, first show with calls. And we, we were encouraging Corona calls to give you guys an update. But <laughs> so excited. Clearly, you need a palate cleanser. Yeah. So uh, let's go right to it with uh, Josh. Take this all head on. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, Hitler. Uh, Hi, this Hitler. is Josh. So I have, <laughs> I, I have an issue. Um, over the past few years, I have... Um, shit myself a few times mm. uh, three to be exact who has it um mm. but it's yeah but but it's gotten to the point where uh it's been a lot more close calls um <laughs> and i don't know why it is that it just wants to come out oh are, are you having any trouble holding the pp no no no, no trouble with the pp and I love this. is no. there yeah. anything going on with these the consistency of the poo poo so it's pretty solid. It's not like diarrhea or anything. Oh. Um, so, so nothing kind is, of makes yeah yeah makes it more challenging here. Hmm. And um, you are you having any other weakness? Weakness in other parts of your body or any visual changes? Um, I I do have like sort of an acid reflux where I do burp a lot. Uh, I did go to a doctor to ask but, about but, that but because I'm, I'm my girlfriend's disgusted by it. I'm talking. Of course, she would be. <laughs> Uh, I'm literally talking about weakness, like some part of your body is weak, or you're dropping cups, or you have a little dark. You, your vision goes out for a second. Any anything of that sort? Oh no, no, nothing, no, no, like, no, that. nothing like that. And what I'm and I'm not meaning to alarm you, but I, Christina's got this. What are you doing? Question mark over. Her I head. love you when you do this. When so you go down, the... I was going down the multiple sclerosis track oh. because sometimes you can lose pee pee and poo poo oh. as presenting symptoms of that. I was going to ask if and he was pregnant because sometimes that goes with that too. Yeah. But I don't think he's that. No. Um, and things. I'm not pregnant. It's, no. it's other things like hemorrhoids and sort of structural problems. Yes. In the, in the region that can give you trouble and you might want to add some more bulk to the diet just add some more like metamucil to it and see if 
you know, citrusillium husk and see if that kind of helps give your colon something to hang on to so it's not jamming things through quite as, as fiercely. And if mm. not, go see a gastroenterologist because this needs a little work up. It's not normal to be... No. Yeah. Because I had this after I gave birth both Different. times. Well, yeah, you, you, had a piece, you had a giant... Episiotomies, yeah. You had a third degree tear or something yeah. too, didn't you? <laughs> no, just a cut, just a full but, cut. But all the way... All the cut. way, full taint cut with <laughs> stitches. And I would have... Well, inco- taint, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. There's taint cut and full taint cut. Full taint mm-hmm. goes through the rectum. Yeah. No, I had my vag. Through the rectum. Oh, I'm sorry. If I might be... Yeah, Anna. I remember my doctor saying... I'm going to put my finger in your rectum right now just to make sure there's still a hole there because she was stitching me up. And I was like, right. yeah, dude, go ahead. I'd like finish, a rectum. Finish it up, please. Fi- please yes. check it. I'd love yes. a rectum. Yes. So she did have to create, like, All make the sure. way through. So yeah. you had a third degree tear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Congratulations. Mm-hmm. My head, my children's heads were big. Anyway, I had that Blame same problem where I couldn't hold the boom boom if I had to go brown. Yeah. I had to go well, brown. Well, that's, that's, that's the point. Is you know, some, there was a structural thing in the, yes. in the anal verge there. The anal verge. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a good band name. The anal verge. Too bad verge. you're not a goth anymore. I know. And now let's get right back to the show. Shall we stay with the poo poo? Always. Okay. Brings me joy. Uh, uh, this mm-hmm. is. I know it does. That's why I like bringing them, bringing you joy. Brock, go ahead. Hey, Doctor Drew. Uh, I had a quick question about a friend of mine who says he doesn't pee when he makes brown. And that—I mean—that's not normal, right? No. Sometimes I pee and then I brown, and then as I'm browning, I make more pee, and then I have to pee again after I brown. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't pee brown like pee? Empty the tank. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, am I making right. more he, he pee says, as I'm browning? No. Time it's no. Nothing. No. You just your bladder <laughs> is just tilting more and evacuating more fully. Oh. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. And and but you you know the. Um, the <laughs> the synchronicity between the where the brown and the pea is yeah. the, the musculature there. The musculature. It's not, musculature. Uh, it's not an exact science. You know what I mean? Huh. It's not under full voluntary control. So you can kind of alternate, but generally it's going to do what it wants to do. Gotcha. And relaxing one in order to evacuate one, sometimes shuts things down on the other. Mm. And so your friend has just got a little disconnect there and, and things are more tightly shut down on the front when he's doing the back. And I will tell you what's really interesting after you have your prostate out, you got to kind of, the whole thing's like on a different spectrum all of a sudden. What do you mean? It, the, this, the, 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 what's the word I'm looking for where you, I, I'm using word synchronicity, but the, Right, uh, like the, it goes together. The yeah. pea and the brown don't go together. It, it, it's like just, it used it's to. just a new balance. It's a new kind of what's going on. So wait on a here? minute. What's like, your like what's to, your pattern? Like to like to fart and not pee <laughs> becomes a real challenge. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a new challenge, and so it it can be learned. Wow. It can be learned. Oh, what is the word I'm looking for? Because you're pushing. You're, so you're pushing out the fart. And, I have the same problem in continents yeah. because of the you know kid stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I do the same thing. I don't push farts out so much anymore. Right, and yeah. so without a prostate, that was like a new terrain. <laughs> it was a new, new thing. Uh, so, so the point is, it's a what's the word I'm looking for? Where you have to coordinate the coordination. Coordination. The coordination is not an exact science, mm. and it can change in different <laughs> situations and with different people and. Thank you, Brock, for making my partner happy. Speaking mm-hmm. of making my partner happy, let's do a little TikTok-y, shall we? <gasps> so show me some TikTok. There have been some great talks since yeah. this pandemic. I mm-hmm. bet. And I, I don't have the 
First of all, <laughs> I, I like cleaning my palate. I feel better yeah, emotionally sorbet. just talking to yeah. the your mom's house community. I do too. I feel yeah. like it's brought me out of this funk. A little bit. Yeah. I think I mean, we I, need to do this more. I've been um I've been to like a little fight or flight response. Oh. oh, I think everyone's been a little fight or but flight. For no, but I'm not afraid of anything. It's just I'm upset. I'm not afraid of it either. I just oh. don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> All right, this looks good. I'm already in. <laughs> so. Look at that. Guys, this will be my last video for a while because I do not know how to make a PayPal and there ain't a son of a bitch in this family that's going to have the bucks it's going to take to bond me out because I might kill Cheryl today. That's right. Look at my fucking eye. Swole it plumb up there to that fucking scar where she stabbed me with a screwdriver the last fight she started with me. Yeah, I was over at Mama's last night just visiting and Cheryl jumped over the kitchen counter at me flying like Hussein Bolt in a fighting suit. I don't know why the bitch has always been jealous of me. So I, she run to the phone like the bitch made Cunt always does. And I said, you better call ever law in Sequoia County this time, bitch. Because you're going to need oh, help. We, I think we get those. Thanks. I How got it. How can they be? I what? thought they had to be like 15 seconds or well, something. Well, no, they can be up to a minute. Oh, but boy. you get well, the first picture. Of all, first of all, please, somebody set up a PayPal for this lady. Yeah. If, she, if we cannot yeah, have no, her. How do you use a PayPal? We cannot have her off TikTok. <laughs> she, she, we need to hear more. Uh, right? Oh, I, mean, I agree. This, she could be a new RPC type oh, situation. Oh, she's generating a great Why content. Why is an RPC on TikTok? Would you teach him how to do that? He can barely I use... think he just got on TikTok. Uh, what? Yeah. What? Or as he says, TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> do you have what? anything to share with us? Uh, no, not, uh, not I'll do not my yet. research yeah, tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'll let Christina uh-huh. uh, curate the best collection. Right. Send me the reminder. I'm on it tonight, Brew. Oh. I can't believe that I didn't know that. I'm mm-hmm. the queen of talk. You are. What the f? Anyway, I see. Do you think those are dentures? That's the question I'm wondering medically. Uh, I don't. Wasn't paying attention to her teeth. I know how focused you are on teeth. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm surprised she has them. Which is correct. She so doesn't look like she should. Therefore, it must be dentures. Yeah. Right. I just, I'm just doing deductive reasoning on this one. I'm not even looking at her mouth. I'm not. I'm not even going to ha- ask her. Well, give me a little, a little mouth shot just so deductive I can deductive reasoning. Move it forward a little bit. From around your fucking dick. So- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, that is not the teeth of. That's not the teeth of her. <laughs> What's her name? Does she have a name? Cheryl? Uh, Cheryl's I, the one that flies at her with a screwdriver. Yeah. Uh, Pokes. Pokes. Oh, Poke Salad Annie. There you go. Poke Salad? No, don't no, ask. No, next. Okay, no. next, next. But that's dead. That's not a good Oh. Ooh, look at that. Spider-Man. What do well, you think? What do you think? What do you think of that talent? I think it's Captain America. You think that yeah. he resembles Captain America? I'm just thinking... Uh, I know how men are and males generally, particularly at that <laughs> age. And I'm thinking during this Corona thing, you're going to see a lot more stuff like that on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, why is that? Because men left to their own devices do weird stuff like that. <laughs> they do. Show me, show you my prowess. Let me. Do you think? Now I brought this up on YMH on our coronavirus special mm-hmm. that 9/11 made me Randy. I had the impulse to f. On yeah, this, this kind I of, saw I'm that. not into it. I don't oh. feel. I don't feel like fucking. I really? feel like baking. I well, feel like eating. This is an interesting phenomenon, generally, mm-hmm. which is, I my, my take on it. It must be that this is not a real. Your brain is a perfect instrument. Your mm. body is a perfect instrument. So this Thank must you. not be a real crisis. Right. So your body's not reacting to it like a real crisis. It's not. And, and I know my wife said the same thing. She goes, "It's like we had an 8.5 earthquake, and we're all under the ru- rubble trying to dig out. Except there was no earthquake. There was no, yeah, <laughs> we had an earthquake. Yeah. And so there's no real there there. And, and I would also the, here's the interesting thing about huh. the, the human uh, behavior. Teen mom, right? Teen mm-hmm. moms. Teen moms. That's a becoming a teen parent is a marker for mental health issues, at least mm. adverse childhood experiences. 
And isn't it interesting that a young person that is exposed to adverse experiences immediately responds by, I better reproduce quickly. Yes. You would think it'd be the opposite, but the yes. reproducing quickly is, no, the environment is dangerous. I'm not going to last very long here. We got to create another life quick. That's what I felt on 9-11 exactly. unconsciously. I wasn't exactly. thinking of children. It's the same exact yes. thing. It's the same exact phenomenon. But there isn't a, per, there's a the threat is not, uh, yeah. So we've got weird. to create a real threat here so men in the world can be <laughs> satisfied. Well, well, that's what I'm thinking is that the masturbation levels must be going through the roof right yeah, now. Yeah, this is, that is, that is the equivalent of male masturbation. Sure. That, that is where, that's the same energy. Yeah. You're seeing there, Captain America. <laughs> oh, I, you think it's funny. I, I mean, I, I, I mean it quite literally, quite literally. Uh, okay. Ooh. Oh, God. Gotta stop it now. Hi, everyone. Just wanted to get on here to tell y'all that I think I'm leaving TikTok. Oh. Anyway, I've enjoyed all the friendships and everything, but some drama's going on. That I oh, no. I'm heartbroken, man. He's leaving TikTok. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. The 40-year-old male shirtless. And I don't understand. <clears throat> is leaving. I don't understand relationship on TikTok. I don't, I don't yeah. understand what that even means. What Doesn't, does that mean? They're not real. What are you talking about? Do people give feedback of some type, or do they? Yeah, you can like DM. People can make comments. Uh, um, like I liked a bunch of this guy. His name was uh, Butch Pigeons. Ninety-five pigeons. Pi Ninety-five pigeons. Sorry, I couldn't think of the number. And he and I started like a little friendship, oh. like through DM. But it's not a real life friendship yet. Dangerous. I was supposed to meet him in New York. No, he's a teenager. He's like a sweet twenty-year-old. Well, here we go. Oh, this guy. I love my mom very much because she bought me tickets to Boston to see my dad, March seventh on Saturday at three p.m. in the afternoon. Bye. Don't make fun of him. Let me ask you this. It's not fair. But let me ask you this. This is a, this is a pertinent question. In France, there's a woman with Down syndrome who's running for whatever whatever it is. Hey, some you got to meet people where they are. Shit they do. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, she's running for a government office. Yeah. And it's like, is I get inclusivity, but do we really? Is that really, really? You want a Down syndrome person as your elected official mm -hmm. teaching other people how to vote? Other Down do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Really? I, I, I feel like I trust an electorate enough not to put somebody in a position who has mm, deficiencies. You'd think that, but... Uh, yeah. So I don't want to restrict them from running. Oh, I do. Yeah. 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 I, and why not let, let the really seriously cognitively impaired people run then? Right. What's the what's the limit? Where are we... The, right. Uh, Where do we start? Oh, yeah. It's very interesting. It is a good uh, it, moral question. I, for me, I'm, I'm going to draw the line. I'm going to leave it to the hands of the electorate. Don't you wish that the coronavirus would take out people of low IQ? Like if it can no. sense your IQ <laughs> do not. and then just take it out. I wish like it would take out a-holes. The dumbest. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. The dumbest of no, the dummies. I don't, I don't think either. Like Thank start you. somewhere in the deep south. Oh, I have then... a call for you. Okay. Brian. Brian, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Hey there. What's going on, Brian? Hey, Mommy. Hi, Jeans. Um, I, uh... My, so I'm having this problem with my penis smelling, uh, <laughs> kind of like has a fishy you. smell. I love and it around the head. Like, I get um, uh, like kind of a, like a buildup. I'd say. Oh, dude, we gotta give. So you, I, we, I, we need a little primer on foreskins here. 
The buildup is called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The buildup is something called smegma. I remember yes. this from Loveline. Yes. That's how I learned about it. Uh, and smegma is a buildup mostly of sort of skin and debris from the area. But bacteria love that, that moist, no oxygen environment. And the bacteria that live there are anaerobic bacteria and they make a stinky smell. So the trick is to clean more regularly, like I mean twice a day, clean with soap and water. Uh, and dry it, like dry, mm. bone dry, like with a hair dryer, okay? So you're completely okay. dry before you put the foreskin back up. Oh, so he does have a... You still have your foreskin, right? Uh, well, <laughs> it kind of grew back. So you have, you have enough foreskin to at least go over the... Uh, yeah, but sometimes it's yeah. not incomplete. Yeah. yeah. So good, yeah. So just you know, fold everything back, clean it out well, dry it off. And uh, there's actually something called a... Uh, something like a foul fish odor syndrome. There's some mm. people genetically will put off the smell all the time of a uh, dying just fish. Peeners? Dead fish. Or in everywhere. vaginas. No, too. everywhere. Like their no. body. Yeah, yeah. No. It's like the dead fish syndrome or something. I've never seen it. I've oh read about it a couple God. of times. That sounds like a nightmare. D-A-D fish. Oh my God. Uh, smell. And they smell like that from Sin. all their pores? from everything. Oh, he's looking it up right there. Fish uh, orders him. There it is. See? You shouldn't put a cute... It's a genetic disease. Symptoms fish. often present from birth. Fish odor syndrome is characterized oh. by an offensive body odor and the smell of rotting fish through <gasps> excessive excretion of trimethyl aminuria. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. That's... I would kill myself for sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, your breath smells like that? Your you, urine, no, your sweat? No, not your breath so much because it's a, it's, a, it's a sweat gland kind of thing. Oh, my and, God. Uh, so, yeah, maybe make your... <laughs> that is a nightmare. What? Why do you... Well, you laugh at the strangest things. Yeah. Like, that's not funny. <laughs> that's what you No, because I'm picturing myself with yeah. that one, and I'm like, oh, mm. that would be a life crusher because who would love me? Let's get a... Let's, we've gone from the foreskin to another part of the body and talk to Nelson. Hey, yeah. hey, how you doing, Dr. Jim? Hey, Nelson, what's happening, man? How you doing? Uh, so, uh, this is so exciting. Uh, <laughs> so, me and my me and my man, um, uh, we we date two girls that are friends, long time dating, and you know what I'm saying. Okay. And um, well, we, we we were having a conversation about uh, fellatio, and um, a man said he don't uh he doesn't eat her out because um. She doesn't know how to clean it right, so it's like you know. What I mean, what you mean? And it's uh, she basically, basically says every time he has sex with her and he orgasms in her, he has to wait a certain amount of days before it smells proper again. Now their best friends are girls, so I can't ask my girl the proper way to clean out a veg. But I was just wondering if there's some way to say oh. it and what is the proper way to I know clean out a veg. I can't find it on the internet. All right, I'm glad you called. Is he? Are you saying that after your friend ejaculates That's in her, smell it smells yeah. after that? Yeah, because there's days. semen yeah, in there. But, well, 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 he can't do it the next day. You know what I'm saying? He can't eat her out the next day. Well, yeah. Because you know what I'm saying. Does, does he take care of business before he ejaculates? Is that his game? Usually, usually. Okay. That's all right, the thing so, he's a, so he's a good guy. All right, so he's not a. He's, all right, I get it. He's, he's an all right dude. He's doing his business. Uh, there, you don't generally clean out a vag. Yeah, it's generally you not like, something you should do. So, I'm wondering. 
I mean, she could. She could get a douche and and do a little something. That's going to make it so much worse. It, it's not. It's not good for her. Is the problem. It, it may not yeah. make it worse. It, it but may, then I mean, she get a yeasty because it right. messes up your can, pH can and happen, everything. Can happen. Yep. What do we do? Just don't go down on her a few days after, or just don't have him ejaculate inside of her because that's what's causing the smell. Well, not right. It's usually his, a bad smell. Usually means a bacterial infection or a mm. protozoan infection. So. You, you, this is not fun. Yeah, it's a, and that's it's a hard conversation to have is to go. Hey, yeah. I've noticed, and there's something called bacterial vaginosis (BV). Yes. Look up B bacterial vaginosis online, and also here goes. Look at look at. Uh, or even just a yeast infection can nah, mess so up. No, no. So and so bacterial vaginosis and or trichomoniasis both can be associated with. Uh, let me read you the, the Google version. Bacterial vaginosis is a type of vaginal inflammation caused by overgrowth of bacteria that are naturally found. Women in their reproductive years are likely to have BV, but it can affect women of any age. And uh, if you click on what's below there, uh, which says symptoms and causes, let's, let's look through that. Uh, symptoms. Symptoms are gray, white, green, oh. foul, smishy, fishy. Itchy, yeah, fishy smell. Uh, where's the causes? Because causes are sort of there. There we go. There we uh, go. Overgrowth, one of several naturally occurring bacteria. They upset the natural balance of microorganisms. So it's just an overgrowth. And so you, it, she, you know, it's, ask her if she's had a pap smear in a while. And yeah. uh, maybe it's time to get a pap smear. And then, and while, and maybe while you're there, he could go with her and could say, "Hey, I've noticed something changed." And I don't know. Just be very vague. Something doesn't smell the same or something. And let the doctor do the workup from there. I, that's, I think, okay. our, our Planned Parenthood. Yeah, and listen, I think women know when their stuff is not kosher. I mean, you got to know. If it's mild, though, sometimes they don't. Oh, yeah. all right. Yeah, and, and so. I'm like Robin. I take a whiff of my own. I'm always checking smells. We're proud of you. Thanks. Here comes. Uh, we have a, <laughs> I love investigating everything, though. But I'm not shy. I had a dream. I'm not shy. Two nights ago, where because of all this toilet paper talk, mm. <laughs> ran out of toilet paper. Oh no! Had in the world, had to use my hand. <laughs> they do in and the Middle East. I know, I know. I was on an episode. I was on a. I, I do a nightly show on Fox 11 now, and uh, and Dr. Oz was on with me. Yeah. And uh, he made a whole. He did ten minutes on wiping your ass with your hand. Mamet Oz. And I said, Mamet, you're getting a little too carried yeah. away with this the hand. Yeah. You know, the rest of the world wear, wipe with their hand, and then they yeah. wash their hand. So yeah. I had a dream of doing exactly that. <laughs> Except what I brought to the sink was quite a quite a burden. What <laughs> was it? Just a lot of sloppy. Yes, yeah. on my hand. Yeah. Like full soft swirl. Like, you know, like, like look sort of like the emoji, oh. like the poo emoji. I got the chills. Like the poo emoji was on my hand. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, and, like a full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. like and you put it in the sink. And I was like, what? Now this is what he thinks is a good idea. I'm going to have a conversation to myself about Mamet and his hand washing tape. Can I tell you how, what I find out uh, about Dr. Oz? Because I follow him on the grum. Uh, in the morning, he doesn't have coffee. He drinks hot water and then 10 almonds that he has soaked in water overnight. Yeah. That's his breakfast. What the my, fuck is going my, on there? He is he is a super compulsive, super smart dude. Yeah. I, I wonder what's going to happen when he has his first medical problem. Cause, 100%. Because he's behending, pretending like, like he had a colon polyp uh, about four years ago and he behaved like, oh, I had a polyp. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're biological too, just like the rest of us. Yeah. Stuff's going to happen. And so as he hits the 60s and 70s, I'll be curious to see how he responds to that because things mm happen to all of us. Oh, yeah. You can only control so much. And this extreme controlling 
um, always gets sort of shattered. Oh my god! Yeah, the hot water and the ten almonds. I almost died. Danny, before I get back to you, you need to roll up your window or get on your <laughs> speed. Whatever it is, you sounded like you were in the middle of a tornado. Uh, I muted you because we couldn't stand the sound of your call. <laughs> I'm coming back right now, so we're hoping it's going to be better, Danny. Here we are. Call her name Danny. <laughs> is it better now, Drew? It's, I'm sorry. I was better. outside taking a walk. Uh, you were like, uh, but Can you was, hear me okay? I hear you now, but was there a, a funnel cloud next to you at the time? <laughs> My goodness. No, I, I, I have no idea. But is it better now? Can you hear yeah, me? Way better. You're good. You're good. good. You're good. So what's up? Okay, I'm holding the microphone up to my face. All right, all right. Well, first of all, Drew, I just want to say thank you for all the stuff you've been doing on your personal podcast. You know, keeping trying to keep the world calm. You trying, know, giving man. rational speeches. Thank and, you. you know, I'm, I really I'm trying. appreciate that. And it's weird. I'm do. getting. I'm getting. It's weird how when you have nothing but positive intent in your heart, you're trying to get everybody to calm down. Uh, how people attack that. Oh yeah. It's just crazy. Like you're oh, yeah. you're trying to kill people. You want to kill people. No. no, it's not what I want to do. No. I know. I know that's surprising to you. But it's not what I want to do. Uh, Danny, yeah. go ahead. Uh oh, I mean, you're back in the wind people tunnel. Be people. Careful, wind's picking up. Oh, I'm so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's gone now. Can you? Yep. Am yeah, I okay? You're you better. Me? You're better. Oh, okay. So I remember last time on Doctor Drew After Dark, you mentioned that you wanted uh, relationship questions. Yes, let's do so it. So let's do it. I have one. If you're, if you want to hear, we are ready. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'll try to break this down as quickly as I can. All right, and, and so I want you, I want I you to... I met a girl on Tinder. Hang, hang on, I want you to... If I interrupt, just listen to my question and stick with the question because sometimes people can... I'm, I'll help you shape your story a little bit. So go ahead. You met this girl on Tinder. Okay, yeah, I met this girl on Tinder, and we went on our first date, and we vibed really well. Okay. We had a great time. We had a lot of intimate conversations, a lot of stuff that you normally wouldn't share on a first date. Good. Just like... Really deep that's stuff. It, that's enough. Okay. And and, so, and okay. Yeah. And that went great. And yeah. then we met up for a second date. And you know, again, we had a really great time. Got it. And we were vibing very and, well. And, and got it. And yeah. And like we, you know, we had some pretty heavy making out and whatnot. Okay. And an important thing to mention is that she's bisexual, and I'm the first male relationship she's had in like five years. Okay. How old is she? She's 22 and I'm 23. Okay, so and she, she hasn't... even told me how surprised she was that she was dating a guy. Right. And like she even said, "Oh, I'm so comfortable with you. You know, you even make me wet, which I'm surprised." She's like, "You should be proud of yourself." And she seemed really into me. Okay, you know? so and she, I was really so into she, her. hold on. So she was really she thought she was gay, and it turns out that she left the door open and she likes a guy. Okay, so where did it go bad? No, I mean, I don't, I don't think she, she thinks she was gay. She told me like she was bisexual and she tried guys and yeah, then one day she's like, "Oh, I'm just going to try a girl." Why would she be surprised? She but why would she be surprised that she liked a guy if she was truly bisexual? She would be assume she didn't like guys because anymore. She, but... Before me, before me, she was in a over 2-year relationship with a woman. So I guess she got used to it. All right. So, what where to go bad? What happened? Okay, so we met for a third date, you know, we were just hanging out. I picked her up after she finished her classes one day. Mm -hmm. And she was just acting really weird, like she didn't want to be around me. Okay. And, you know, I tried kissing her a few times, and she kissed me back, but, it, like, it wasn't as passionate as it was the yep. time before. Yep. And, yeah, she was just acting weird, like she didn't want to be with me. Okay. So uh, after that third time, after that third encounter, you know, I would text her, 
and she would she would answer me back like every few hours. She seemed like she didn't really want to talk to me. And then about like five or six days ago, I was texting her, and she just straight up stopped responding to me. Okay. And I haven't heard from her since. Okay. She's ghosting you. Does your penis just, smell fishy? No. How dare you? How dare you? No. I, I actually wore cherry chapstick the whole time, and you know she said she was into my cherry chapstick. <laughs> you know she liked being around me. All right. She well. said like blatantly, like, "Oh, I'm into you," and you know you like, and she said she's comfortable being around me, and she told me some really deep stuff, and we had a few intimate moments. And yeah, that's because girls really confused when she goes okay. to me. Because lesbians and girls, when girls are with girls, they bond quickly. That's what women do. We become best friends super fast. So that's normal girl behavior. Uh, what do you think's going on? Well, uh, you when you said it, you felt like she didn't want to be with you. That's exactly yeah. it. She didn't want to be with you. Now, the question of why she didn't want to be with you sort of is... All of a sudden. Yeah, but it's sort of moot. My, this, by the sounds of things, she, it sounds like she's somebody that has intimacy problems. And mm. you became too intimate too fast, and that scared her away, the, the intimacy itself. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so pe there are people like that that have... You know, the relationships they build are very superficial and sort of oftentimes dramatic, and they use the drama as a way of connecting rather than actual intimacy and mm -hmm. you showed her actual intimacy and so hell no and i know that sounds ridiculous but people are like that a lot of people are like that they're called narcissists no right? no oh. not necessarily uh, it, it's 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 it can be in many different personality styles but it's an intimacy disorder oh it's just so interesting yeah interesting yeah, I guess I mean, she also said she suffers from depression if that makes any no. difference it's all part of the whole like a therapist for yeah, it's week. part of the whole deal she, she is not somebody that uh, you know, our all of our craziness comes out in relationships. Yeah, that's where everything comes out. And she, her particular thing is that she can't be close. Uh, and I'm guessing. Again, I don't know her, and I don't Wait. know you, but I'm guessing that's the case. <clears throat> and how old are you guys again? 20, 22. He was 22 and 23. Oh, sweetie, this is also just called being in your early 20s, late teens. You know, you're probably gonna have a few of these where you think this is the thing that you like, and then maybe she got together with some ex-girlfriend over the weekend or right there could be a million things yeah in the way. Right. It, it's just being your age and right and so to people it's normal I, I used to always tell my wife i said you know people in their 20s treat each other like shit yeah they just really they do. do it's just just the way it brutal. is brutal it's yeah. just brutal it's brutal because so what 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 christina is saying is she might have just rehooked up with somebody over the yeah. weekend and decided i want to be with that person yeah and that's it it's just it, that it stupid. could be as simple as that yeah. it could be as simple as that that's what i was doing in my early 20s so I, I, thought, I thought you were busy pushing everybody away and telling them they suck. Yeah, that too. But I was also like, I think I love you. Nah, <laughs> all right. Nah. Like, you're just dumb. You don't know what you want at 20 years old. Zach, go right ahead. Hey, guys. Hey, I was Hi. calling because I, I I just don't get enough blowjobs. Uh. We've been married for five for five years. <laughs> well, let me, let me go back through it. I'm sorry to start so strong. Oh, no, uh, I love it. married for five years. <laughs> And I haven't gotten one since the day we got engaged, <gasps> May the second, two thousand fourteen. So and essentially, the confusing. Good girl. That's a good. That's a long stretch. Yeah. Sorry. No. Go ahead. Well, it's so odd because she started her, her the first blowjob she gave me was Roadhead that I didn't even ask for, and then you know while we were dating, it was not infrequent. False advertising. Yeah. That was false I advertising. Know. Yeah, <laughs> it's called how we get you to get married, I sucker. Know. Wow. Uh, she thought I had money, but I didn't. Oh, that's uh, false advertising yeah. too. You you played the same game. 
So, so <laughs> what, um, what do we do here? What does he, what does he do? All right. How long, how long have you been married for? Five years. Do you have yeah. kids? Five years. Yeah. How many kids? We have uh, a three and a half year old oh. and a two year old. Okay. Well, first fucking, let me tell you something. You think that's her first <laughs> thought in life? after chasing around a three and a two year old all day is I have to blow my husband. It's the last thing on her mind. Now I'm not saying that she, but here's what you do then because it means a lot to you. It sounds like you want it. What, what have you done for her lately? Let's go there. What have you done for her? Suddenly. Woo. Because, because women now listen, we need to be wooed. You have to make it so that she wants to please you in her mind. She's taxed, spent. And at the end of the day, she doesn't want to fucking blow you. So So, you taking the garbage out. Yes. uh, Building, fixing the garbage disposal. That's foreplay. Yes. Are you doing all that? Yes. I'm, yes. I'm a carpenter by trade. Oh, see, he can do all that. Like, uh, like everything is clean down there. I've even stopped farting in front of her. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. Maybe you gotta start like, again. All right, take her out for dinner. I know. Get her wind up. Okay, you're gonna take her to a nice. Di- oh, maybe when this quarantine's over, you're you gonna have a nice go meal. Out. You can go out to dinner. And you're gonna say, "I miss us. Ooh. I miss you. Ooh. I want to be closer to mm-hmm. you." Oh. You know what? I and she'll go. Really, me too. I feel sad with the kids because my life mm. sucks because I have a three and a two. What can I give you? And then what can she give? You know what I'm saying? Like, just be honest. Like, you know what I really love? I, I just want some, just a BJ, a quarterly BJ. It, it makes BJ. me feel so close. It makes yes, me feel I miss you. I like right. you. I love you. I, I need this. Or I want I this. I tried that at my wife last and? night, and she started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Susan's like, I heard I that shit before. No, she literally well. thought it was, it was hysterical. <laughs> That, was, that helped, but it wasn't quite what I was looking Aww. for. <laughs> so. I did that to Tom. Last night yeah. I go, I, I need to cuddle. I need you to hold me. I'm scared. Mm. And he's like, all right. Like he's, <laughs> you know, he's a dope. And I just force it on him. But <laughs> no, it's about connection. Women want connection and we want to feel that you give a shit to. Yeah. And, and by the way, you know, uh, satisfaction plummets during childbearing years. Oh, forget and, it. And, and it comes back. It does come back. So hang in. It comes back. And it can get better even than right. where you started in the long run. Yes, in and, the long run. Yeah, Once the right. kid hits four, it's a different story. It's at five. It's a different story. Five. 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 I told you five. five. I told four is you. pretty great. I'm, I'm excited about five. life again. Five is really good. Uh, okay. We'll take uh, maybe one more call here. Uh, this is something I've dealt with over the years quite a bit, and I'm upset by it that nobody tells anybody about this. Jack, oh, go I'm ahead. Excited. Yeah, Jack. Hey, Dr. Drew. Amen. So my girlfriend has depression. She's taken SSRIs, and she's been really prone to the sexual side effects of them. Mm. She just recently started on Cymbalta. I wanted to know, like, I know it's an SNRI. I wanted to know if, like, that's a more common thing with Cymbalta, and what should I do if we start having those issues? It is common with Cymbalta, not as common as the pure SSRIs but it certainly can still occur. And the, the uh, dosing is a little more variable with Cymbalta, so they may be able to get her into a lower dose where she won't have as many sexual side effects. But really, the only two, well, there, there are four, really, that are low on sexual side effects. One is Cerazone, which they took off the market. That was a really good medicine. The other is Wellbutrin, Remeron, which is available. It's a little tricky to use, but Remeron's out there. And then Lexapro in low dose. Yeah, you had the Lexapro? 10 milligrams a day saved yeah, my life. I yeah. love it. And, and no sexual side effects. No. Yeah. So those are the four that, that really are low in that, uh, in that category. And uh, Are I, any I, of them I, SNRIs? Uh, no. 
the again, uh, okay. the, the SNRIs again they are they have wider spectrums of uh, dosing, and they have less side effects sexually than the pure SSRIs, but they can have them too. So you'll see, you'll see if if it's not if she gets it from this one, uh, she needs to discuss one of those other four. So, and by the way, the, the doctors don't sit down and talk about this in detail with their mm. patients. Drives me the insane. The sex stuff? Yes. I was warned up and ruins, down. It ruins relationships if people oh, aren't sort of prepared for it. And uh, so I got asked that question in 1999. And at that time, I'd been doing a campaign for the people that make Wellbutrin. Not, not a branded campaign, a campaign to raise awareness about the side effects of SSRIs because the other brands were refusing to acknowledge that it developed. Now, of course, Wellbutrin was interested in me doing that because theirs didn't have that side effect, right? So I was asked that question on a radio show, and I gave that answer that I just gave you, which is there's, there were three at the time. We didn't have Lexapro then. Uh, and, uh, and I forgot to go, oh, and by the way, I accepted a stipend to give lectures oh, around the country. shit. Yeah, so I got named in a $4 billion suit <laughs> against the drug company. And then that goes down as... I'm a shill for the drug companies. Oh Jesus! That became that became a 20 year story. Oh my! That God. to this day people will bring up, and they don't even understand what they're bringing up. Oh. It was I'm I'm entitled to tell people what I just told him. Yeah. But that year I was doing a campaign to raise awareness about SSRIs, oh. and I just gagged. I just didn't say. Oh, by the way, I have a I have yes. a you know I have something full disclosed. Disclosure. Full disclosure. Yeah. I was, it's one of those drugs I get. I didn't make anything of the particular drug. I was just like, Man, was I'm still upset that uh, your wife pushed you away and was like, I she hate didn't your just feelings. Pull away. She, she, she laughed, laughed hysterically, like, yeah. which I thought was close to what I was looking for, but not exactly what I wanted. So I kept going. Whoa. I kept, I kept going. I thought, <laughs> okay, at least I'll make her laugh. And sometimes, sometimes that will yield yeah. something else, right? Yeah. yeah. So I kept going with uh, more cartoonish kinds of, yeah. <laughs> kinds of overtures. Yeah, that's what Tom does. So he'll just, yeah, be, be more vulgar than anything but like do you want do you want to suck it later and be like no all right should we do it go do it like that like we kind of like that and that's how i know when the bear just goes like Argh. and it's true can i try that tonight see if it yeah works. be like you don't I, I, do it tonight. i don't think it'll i think i think it would go from laughter to horror but see i kind of like it because i know he's very masculine i mm. like that energy mm. you know like mm-hmm. a bear energy i'm like oh mm. yeah it's probably why we lasted for so long how many guys been together again? Fifteen it's years. Good. Yeah, yeah. Wild. Yeah, Went but at, 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 at fifteen and beyond, you sort of start. It's it's one day at a time. <laughs> Is that right? But I mean, I mean that literally. In that in that each day that you're happy, you don't think about anything else. You're unhappy today. I'm happy today. It's good. You know, yeah. you don't think. And if you if you have a, a some sort of problem, you work on it. And if you're back to happy again, it's it's, it's awesome. Uh, yeah. So when it's great, it's great. All right, uh, let us uh, let us wrap this thing up. Uh, we'll do another show with more calls. Love it. Uh, coming down the pike. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming in and supporting people to support the show. Uh, check out all my stuff still at drdrew.com. I, I, as one of our callers mentioned, I'm doing a streaming show every day to try to up people. I'm doing two streaming shows. One for, I do from my home to try to update people on um, what's going on with Corona. I do another one, Fox 11, here in Los Angeles. And we have a Facebook uh, live that a million people show up for. I love um, it. Where can people see this update that you're giving from Fox your Fox 11 LA is the, is that's the you one? Go to their website and, the, and their Facebook page is really okay. where we do the, the chat. And uh, that's at, at 7.30 Pacific time every at day. How, every Monday, day. Monday through Friday. I'm on this, dude. Yeah. I'm on this. And it's uh, it's pretty good. And we try to get you updated on all the stuff that's going on in the news. And it's, it's crazy when you try to 
bring the stories up to date. There's so much that happens every day about this thing. That's why it's I'm like, thoroughly man. depressed by dinner time. I'm ready yeah, to it's too jump much. out the window. It's yeah. too much, everybody. Let's just, just <sighs> uh, don't worry. We're gonna be fine. They're gonna, they're gonna get this thing. Not, I don't mean you're gonna catch it. I mean they're gonna get the, su- the suppression of the curve that they're looking for. I just yeah. know it. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to promote anything or everything's on hold? <laughs> no live <laughs> so. dates. Uh, just so you guys know, the, the agents are pulling dates until mid-May, it looks like, is we're ho- shooting for, but who the yeah. fuck knows. Yeah. Why do you think? You think it's going to be July, August that we're going to get no. our lives? Oh, no. I think June. I think June. I think you're right. Good, I think they're, they're going to oversay it so that yeah. when they deliver in June, it's going to be I think June will be in pretty good shape. And, uh, uh, and in the meantime, let's stay close to people that we care about and do watch YouTubes and, and listen bake. to podcasts. And yes, and, and eat, overeat. And, uh, yeah, it's weird. Drink. I've been extra hungry lately. And that's my response, too. Depression. Yeah, weird. Anyway, listen to Where My Mom's At and Your Mom's House. Everything in Studio Jeans. Thank you and for And if you need calling. more su- from us during this time, you'll write in, email, let us yes. know. We'll, we'll, yes. we'll try to deliver more while during this time. Hey, man, I ain't going anywhere. We got time. Let's do it. All right, we'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.